things, and it's going to be amazing. So I'm going to put up some music, and then we'll be right back with this amazing script reading, uh, The Omnibus. It's a great sketch comedy. Uh, Mike Spiegelman, he's been in, but he's been on like comedy a day a billion times. He's part of Sketchfest, and he's hilarious and wonderful. He also has a show on Sundays here from two to four called Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl L M F N O Y T. You can listen to that; it's great. You watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. It's super fun. So we're gonna play a little music. We're gonna be right back with the Omnibus. Yay! I'm in Discord. And uh, they're disharmony, and they become commercial mind. But actually, music is what's supposed to keep people uh, inspired, keep them seeing this uh, invisible beauty of the mind and spirit. That's what music is for, because it didn't originate on this planet, it came from somewhere else. It's a gift to this planet, like uh, poetry and uh, sculpture and painting. All those things are gifts. Because uh, not all men can be musicians or artists and also therefore it's outside the ordinary, it's a gift. And if people take this gift, you see, appreciate it, and uh, a person look at a beautiful painting and get inspired. Yeah, uh... Josh is like, I'm sorry about that, you guys. And I'm like, it couldn't have been more perfect. It couldn't have been more beautiful or more perfect. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, no, get up, get on the... How does that me impression go again? How does that you impression You just did go? a pretty good impression. No, I was me. like, hey, everything was... I, I don't remember what I just did. I don't did. know. My girlfriend was like, that's a really good you. You should tell fam she does a good Josh Gunn oh, impression. I, well, I could also fight with the with the, with the rangers. You can fight with the police I with the best I can fight with them. the police. No, the Wrath of Khan is beautiful. I am super excited you about it. You have the good tactic where you were just being sexy to him. I was trying. I was trying. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure, I'm like, I'm sure the guy would have gone home with you if he hadn't been oh, on the job. Thank you. I know he probably has four children at home. And like I said, he had pretty blue eyes. I couldn't see his mouth. But, but you know, like, like oh, his wife buddy. hates him. So like you can get right in there. Probably. Yeah. Most likely. I don't know how, I don't know how cops wives work. I don't know how that works. They don't. I don't know if they like, oh, oh, oh shots fired. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> We got 10 45 with an 8 45 with a spam cam. Oh, I can turn it. That was great. I, I can mean. turn the mic on for Roach. Yeah, I, I can took use it the away and brought it back. It's not oh no, it's on the stage right now because I was using it for the other thing. It's Pan. on the stage. Oh, I see. Well, I can just use the oh, one for three. Ask Pancake to grab it off the stage. It's on the stage. It has no. Nothing inside of it. It's a mic stand. There oh, you I go. Oh, it's gonna be a comic. Boom, it's boom, on stage boom. When it's empty inside. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Roll. We got a one eight seven at the corner of Twenty First Florida. So uh, here's the thing about doing the script. Uh, we should probably put in some headphones and stuff we've got a lot of characters i'm very excited that we're going to be reading this right now i've got the zoom thing open the only person on zoom mike Spiegelman says he's ready he's ready he's <laughs> he's there oh hello hello mike Spiegelman. now we can see you you and he wants to be plugged in i'll plug you in baby here we go here we go he's plugged in okay so mike's plugged in Hey, Mike, how you doing? Talk. Talk, Mike, talk. 
Mike, oh, talk hello. that. There it is. I can, I can hear you. Yes, that's perfect. You're exactly the right volume. You're 100% perfect. Hi, people listening. Are you are you doing any voices or are we all the voices? What's happening here? Uh, I have I originally wrote this uh, up for yourself, uh, Baraka and, and me. So I do have a list of the characters up front. Uh, if you guys want to cast yourselves, I've cast myself throughout. Uh, but I have you, and then I have listed as Warhol. If Pancake wants to take Warhol's lines or whoever else. Warhol's here. Yeah. And Pancake is also Warhol. here. No, it's here. It's right here on the. It's right here on the thing. We've got Keep six feet all this stuff. Oh boy. Yeah, and there's microphones out there that people who can be involved if they want to be involved, we can get this. Yeah. Get this going. Is going uh, hey Warhol. Yeah. Warhol went, so we all got all, right. all, all those parts. So this works. So it's already casted. If someone else, if Pancake's there or uh, anyone else is there, there. want to take some extra roll. Where do we I find the script? The script is right here. Well, can I get it sent to supportive? Mike, can you send it to other people? Yeah. Not just me. Same? I, I'll take. One on my phone too. I don't know how. I don't know how. Yeah, if we can send. Can you send it to more people than just me? Is the question. It's it's up here. It's up here on the screen, so we can all. Oh, I get to be Terry Gross. That's very exciting. Yep. I feel real happy about that. I feel real happy about that. For some reason, you're really good at playing radio personalities. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Isn't that weird? No one. But when will someone write an Icelandic? Character for me, so that I get ready for yourself. I nope. want to use my Bjork voice as much as I can. I'd house. like to. The problem with using the Bjork voice is that None the children house, don't family. know who Bjork is, so it's very difficult to have such a great impression of a person and to have someone not know what Icelandic sounds like. It's very difficult for me. All right, here we go. Who's got the? Do you have to figure out the scripts? Everybody, figure out the scripts. Please. No, I, I would like to receive it. Maybe Mike, can you send it to everybody in a group chat or something? Yeah. Mike, can you oh, send everybody in yeah. a group super chat? Supportive. Can you put? Yeah, put it into super supportive Mutiny Radio Comics. Aren't you in that group? All right. Send it out to that well, one. Well, I gotta warn. You. I'm warning you. I, I'm. I'm launching my browser right now, so it's gonna take about 20 minutes. <laughs> bring that in. I want to smoke some oh, pot. Wait, bring the pot in here. I want to bring the blunt in here. Over 20 minutes. I haven't smoked pot in like four hours. Give me a second, and I'll get to it. Sit on the floor. All right. I'll do super supportive. All right. You know, it's everybody's nugs. Super. Well, I'm still waiting for that. Oh. These nugs belong to everybody. <laughs> I tried to put a I tried to put a microphone in Warhol's face and he's like, I'm eating a sandwich. Why are you putting this in my face? You know, if I had a nickel for every time someone tried to put something in my sa- face that wasn't a sandwich, boy oh boy, would that would I be a millionaire. You could buy so many sandwiches with that amount of money. Dear Lord. <laughs> all right here uh all right are we uh, uh i might ma- pam i mailed it to you can you uh might be might be faster if you do it I'm still no i have it up i mean i don't the problem is that you're dealing with 
it's so funny that I run an internet radio station and I have no idea how technology works. <laughs> the irony there yeah. is so rife <laughs> or ripe. I don't know I'm, which I'm, of those words work better Pam, or I'm worse. I'm thrilled that I'm doing your show, on, <laughs> doing this on Pam, uh, Comedy Clubhouse. On the Comedy Clubhouse. Oh, Comedy Clubhouse. <laughs> Yeah, uh, people will, will hear it on your feet. On my ninth anniversary. <laughs> ninth anniversary. On my ninth anniversary of doing comedy. I know, nine years. Right. Longer than, not as long as Mike Spiegelman, though. He's been doing it longer than nine. He had a great uh, show. Yeah, I've been doing it about nine and a half years, so it's about... Uh, I Just just a little bit longer than me, but you had the layover so early. I was like, that layover show was super hot. Like, I tried to saddle up to you super, super quick to be like, ooh, can I get on that layover show <laughs> over there in the Oakland? I, I have, I have. Because I, I walked up and I was like, hey, you in the layover show? This is such a good show. All right, uh, everybody left, which <laughs> makes the script reading difficult. Uh, um, All right, well, I guess we can stick with the original casting then. I'm still waiting for Facebook to open. It's no joke. I, I, I mean, if you if you have your copy, you should send it on it. <laughs> like I'm still I said, waiting for it to load. I mean, it's, it's I turned up. off the computer. It's up, this but... This is no joke. This happens every time we do Zoom. My, my <laughs> we just have to... Facebook doesn't work. We just have to... Uh, it's just like the old days when you have to I get around the fire. Remember when you had to, you had to get around the fire so you wouldn't die? Remember survival? All right. Are we going to get on this? I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Uh, Warhol's here. No, no, no. We can start because yeah. we've got Warhol. If we have Warhol and Mike right. and me, we're, we're good to go. Yeah. We're ready okay. to rock. Sounds good because I'm still waiting for Facebook to open. Uh, <laughs> I got mad at Facebook today because they're like, hey, try the new Facebook. And I was like, no. And they're like, you have to. So I did. And they said, you can go back to the other Facebook anytime you want. So I went back to the old Facebook and they were like, what was wrong with the new Facebook? And I was like, I'm old. I don't like a new update. I finally figured out your fucking algorithm. I finally figured it out, and now you want me to learn a new one? I'm sorry I'm not like one of these millennial snowflakes gets bored of everything so fast, and they're like, no, I need to look different, be different. No, keep it the same. Keep it the same. Why? Yeah, Why you want to make me update? I don't want to update. I want, things, I want things to work until they break. Like, come on, I've got a, I've got a fucking, uh, what's it called? It's a, it's a Blackberry from... 2008, and I'm gonna use it till it breaks. You know. That rhymes. That's what you. Well, no, that's just what you do with everything, right? You use the men until they break, <laughs> and then, and then you find a new one that will buy you. No, that's not true. I'm putting feminism back 20 years. <laughs> no, I am. I'm like I wore a cute dress in the Tenderloin, and everybody said I was pretty. I'm putting back feminism. 20 years. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, who's okay, so reading like in saying, this script? Yeah, you and I, we can do, we're all here. Here we go. Let me get S4. Uh, S1 and S4. Which one? That You got it. You lost it. There you go. So you're on S1, not S4. Can't read it. it uh, there, there's no, there's nothing that marks anything. There's no demarcation on anything. Here we go. Should we start no, from the beginning? A, uh, word doc. Word doc starts with Mike. With welcome to the Omnibus. All right. Okay. Is everyone all set? Do I still need to attach stuff on Facebook? No. Okay. I don't know. I think welcome. we're fine. It's in here, so right, good. we're gonna do our best. All right. Perfect. 
All right, well, welcome. Welcome to Omnibus One, a single long piece solo performance based on a lone real life experience. At the time, Mike Spiegelman was not allowed inside a San Francisco casting agency. Hey, dumbass, you know, Omnibus is a collection of work or containing many things and not a one man show about the time you weren't allowed to inside a San Francisco casting agency, Mike. No one cares about the time you weren't allowed inside a San Francisco casting agency, Mike. Jeez, Pam Benjamin and Warhol Kaufman. If an omnibus is a collection of old bits, if that's what you want, well, I got plenty of old bits. Our first sketch takes a place outside the San Francisco casting agency. No, no stop God, it. Fucking Jesus man. Christ, Whatever, man. dude. Come on. Could we not do that? Han Nenanatro, host of the Available on iTunes podcast. It's available on iTunes. Shut up, nerd. I'm Justine, and I interrupt nerds. You're listening to Justine Interrupts Nerds Podcast. Justine Interrupt Nerds is brought to you by Content Crave, the only podcast that's also a meal kit delivery service. Shut up, nerd. Here comes my theme song performed by They Might Be Giants. <laughs> oh, haven't you heard? Justine interrupts nerds. It's a podcast where Justine interrupts nerds. If you see nothing happen to me, guess I'm free to be fay and twee like a Brooklyn bumblebee. Shut up, nerds. Welcome to Justine Interrupts Nerds, the podcast where Justine interrupts nerds. I'm Justine, your I'm host. your co-host, Shoeless Dave. Hell the hell you are. Tonight I interview the director of Local Prevention Hotline, Dr. Casey. Dr. Casey, a pleasure to have you and a moment of your time. Justine, Justine I was uh, telling like I was you over the phone. Justine, like I was telling you over the phone. Justine, like you, the phone. you me. Shut up, doctors. You might get a bunch of wackos calling your prevention hotlines. You can tell me. Uh, I don't consider the callers wackos. Cray Cray, I hear Dr. you. Dr. Casey, I would assume. What's your deal? I would assume day? about your interview style or uh, my disdain for shoes. What's your what? deal, Shoeless Day? About your interview style or uh, should I repeat myself? Dr. Casey. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I respect every caller that calls up. A crazy or not, I got you. They're not crazy. What sort of prevention services does your hotline provide? That's a great question, Justine. We provide many services. And when you call, uh, you immediately get Want to know what Dr. Casey said? Only paid subscribers to our Content Crave Premium page will hear his response. What the fuck? Did I just get interrupted again? That wasn't me. It was our sponsor, Counter Crave. Content Crave! How do you Counter Crave? Counter Crave! Promo code NerdRub. Subscribers will... Shut up. Shut up! Oh, my God. Did I just tell myself to shut up? Shut up, 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 In a loop. Shut up, nerd! I'm free to keep the loop! Get 
Interrupt. Shut up! Shut up! Hello, I'm Terry Gross. This is Fresh Air. Everybody knows the amazing Spider-Man, the comic book hero created by the late Stan Lee. Many know the story how Peter Parker became Spider-Man. But unmany know that our next guest was behind that origin. He feels slighted by the amazing Spider-Man claiming unpaid royalty, radioactive spider. Welcome back to Fresh Air. Pleasure to be on again, Terry. Uh, not to sound bitter or anything, but last time you didn't let me finish. Didn't I? I was in the middle of an antidote. I was about to finish it, but you interrupted me. I mean, you wouldn't interrupt Tom Hanks now, would you? It just burns me up. I've been thinking about this for two years. I'm sorry. Why don't you finish your story now? Thank you. I just wanted to say that my passion is painting, not just talking about how Marvel Comics stiffed me on royalties. You were talking about your grudge against Spider-Man. Uh, right, right, because I'm a one-story guest, and since I told my story last time, why should you rebook me? I mean, what could I possibly contribute to society other than I bit Peter Parker, turned him into an amazing Spider-Man, but never got any credit for it? Why don't you tell me about your new memoir? Oh, well, it's about how I bit Peter Parker, turned him into an amazing Spider-Man, but never got any credit for it. It's... 8,000 pages. I call it, don't swap me with that book. <laughs> no, seriously. Don't swap me with that book. It's huge. 8,000 pages. Published by Home Box Office Books. I should add, since Fresh Air only promotes HBO. Which airs Spider-Man 1 daily. Daily or nightly? Oh, it doesn't matter. No royalty checks. I don't get a dime. When Disney was going to make a Marvel Spider-Man movie, their attorney says they would have to pay me for my life story. So what do they do? They write me out of the movie. Meanwhile, Sony's Into the Spider-Verse had several radioactive spiders, and I only got a thanks in the end credits. I only understand Superman references. Speaking of Superman, let's listen to what he said about you back in 2001 on the Charlie Rose Show with guest host... Matthew Lauer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, listen, that's a lie. Uh-uh. No, what I'm, that's not, what I'm listening to is not true. No, you, fuck you, Superman. I'm not bitter. Then why is Superman calling you bitter? First off, Superman's a dick. Second of all, talk about bitter. I mean, the death of Superman? Who even cared? He got bitter. Oh, very bitter. Terry, he reminds me of this story. When Superman went into a grocery store. That's all the time we have. I want to thank you, uh, Radioactive Spider, without a first or surname. <laughs> yeah, but my story. Uh, fuck you, Terry Gross. Next on NPR, it's Necrophiliac Wayne's World. Necrophiliac's Wayne's World. Necrophiliac's Wayne's World. Party time is excellent. Hey, Wayne. Hey, Garth. There's a corpse on the side of the road. Schwing! She's tragically babelicious. Bother! She's a babe! Oh, no, wait. Ugh, she's alive. It reminds me of that movie, The Leprechaun, when the leprechaun goes, 
I'm a living, breathing leprechaun. Garth, I'm a living cadaver. Uh, 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 cool it, okay? <laughs> I have a pulse. Uh, knock it off, Wade. That was Necrophiliac Wayne's World on NPR, Necrophiliac Public Radio. I'm Terry Gross. Our next sketch takes place in a diner. Welcome to Sal's Diner. What'll be? I'll have uh, two poached eggs on toast. One Adam and Eve on a raft. I'll what do you pl- have? I'll have a plain bagel with uh, a salad. <laughs> Burn one on the hoof high and dry. Feed the alley. How about you? Uh, wow. <laughs> this waitress lingo is <laughs> neato. I'll have an open-faced chili burger well done with onions, ketchup, and curly fries. That asshole wants the special normal. Our next sketch takes place in a science lab. Doctor? Doctor? Yes. Doctor. Are the test rats ready for the experimental drugs, doctor? Yes. You mean yes, doctor. If you're not going to take this seriously, I'm... Out of here! My apologies, Doctor. Inject lab rats full of drugs, Doctor. Injecting, Doctor. See. Release lab rats, Doctor. Releasing, Doctor. Doctor, use psychic powers to hear what the lab rats sound like on drugs. Uh. Okay. Okay, Doctor. <laughs> they do that. They do that. The lab rats take drugs and then see. <laughs> they the layout of the maze. Wonder where the scientists hid the cheese. I'm shivering now. There's, a, there's the maze exit straight ahead. You sure, man? Cause the GPS says it takes two rights. This pill is making us talk. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> do you know that th- what this means? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was told they were testing sugar substitutes. No, it means our intelligence is growing. Whatever the scientists gave us today taught me how to tweet. Hello, I'm a rat. Same here, clone in forever. Are we clones? We are. Are, are we, we clones? Are we clones? Are we? Stop, Stop. fucking are with we clones? me! No. <laughs> to answer your upcoming question about time travel, um, I guess. Do they think today's sample makes us travel through time? Did you ask your time traveling question yet? What are you on? I stole the scientist's coat from the first man. Do you want some? That was mine. I'll kill you. Ah! Playing Pokemon Go, <laughs> trying to catch a Squirtle. But you don't have a phone. Fuck. Am I wasted right now? Does this sugar substitute taste funny? Ironic, because sugar substitutes taste funny to begin with. <laughs> Should have never drank before work. That poor functioning alcoholic lab rat. Now we go to outside club disco. It's after hours and a bouncer handles the crowd outside. 
Enter Denise and Lux. I'm Terry Gross. I'm Terry Gross. <laughs> Look at that line of people trying to get into my club, Denise. Who's that guy watching the door? That's our new bouncer. You got him watching the door already? This guy is a nightclub legend. He only lets in the most beautiful people like me. It's uncanny. Like he has this sixth sense. He's so good, they call him the door. The door. I got him cheap. He's going through an existential crisis. Hey, door. The door. The door. Hey, Denise. I've got someone I'd like you to meet. Sure thing, Denise. Uh. Hang on, though. Excuse me, sir. I can't let you in. What? <laughs> what? What? Five day of bed, sir. Come again. I have a party. Do you even know who I am? Not on the list. You're not even looking at a list. Door. Door. <laughs> He's the owner. This is the greatest door in the world. Won't even let the club owner in. You did say he was good. He was pretty good. You get it now, who he is? Yeah, Denise, you're plus one. Come on in. Oh, this place is sweet. When do we get to go inside? We've, We've been, been waiting, waiting outside, outside for ten We've been waiting! I've got a babysitter at home. i got to go in the bathroom. Bad. Can't you just let me in? So Shut, please. Take a shit on the fucking floor or something. ID, please. People know us. I'm famous. Okay. All right. Can I go with you? Sorry, private function. <laughs> but it didn't change after my workout. I, I, I only came to judge people. I'm on my phone right now. I can only talk about Netflix. I scour my cast iron skillet with soap and water. People think I'm a dick because I, I don't sink. wear a mask. Yeah, you can enter. What are you doing? You should be weeding out the losers. What's the point anymore? Knock it off, door. You don't want looks to notice. Hi, I'm from Modesto. Come on in. You're killing the vibe, man, with these people. What's going on? I guess judging people has taken a toll on me. I don't even know what I even know what who I am. Who are you? I man? feel like I need to search for myself. You gotta go look, dude. I can uh, I could go for some cocaine. Yeah, it sounds good. Why looking. don't we go relax inside the club's VIP room? It's now. John Wick free. <laughs> Let's go, my motherfuckers. You guys like that one? Where are you going? You don't have to let me in. I'm Adam Driver. Oh, poor Adam Driver. Oh my god, it's Adam Driver! He's so cute. Ah! Have you seen how big his shoulders are? He's On the best one was performed by Pam Benjamin, Warhol Kaufman, uh, Pancake Rebecca, and uh, Mike Spiegelman. And uh, Sam Carroll and Rachel Pinson. And Pancake and <laughs> also Pancake. I said Pancake. I said Pancake. Written by Mike Spiegelman. Your <laughs> Spider originally performed by Bitter Show. Necrophiliac Wayne's World originally performed by The Great Difficulty. 
the intro bit. That counts as a new bit. Produced and engineered by Pam Benjamin for Mutiny Radio. Go to their fundraiser now. Go to GoFundMe and search for Mutiny Radio. Mike Spiegelman, you're a genius. That was a great script. That was a really, really good script. Uh, I'm really happy. I thought you guys were all great. And, uh, I'm so glad we could all act uh, I'd love you. to do it again. I have more bits, especially a lot of old bits. Yeah, maybe someday we can do it live on a stage in front of real people. <laughs> what? That was fun. When will everything? It's really, it's really, it's incredibly well written. It's, it's, uh, it's really great. Oh, I've loved all I the sketch things we've been doing. Let's steal his script and sell it to Netflix without him. <laughs> Just kidding. Steal it. Would never. It's on Facebook. It's, it's on, on Facebook. It's, it's everywhere. Too late. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's too late, everyone. Well, thank you. Thank you, Mike Spiegelman. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, everyone. Yay! Hold just a second. I got to deal with all of this. I got to figure out music to play right now. And then there's the dead air, but I got to make the music happen. Mike, I went for a really deep song. But if you could be more helpful... And you could make music play on the computer Maybe, in front of you. Yeah. Can you do? Can you yeah, make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep talking. Talk about uh, right. talk about the I career keep, thing that's going on. I yeah. don't pay. I submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days. So I have no idea what he's talking about with Korea. Uh, but I do know Korea, that there's. Oh, they no, split up into two countries. Well, no, I know about that from long ago. I mean, that, I know that about that before before Vietnam. There was a right, Korean well, War, and there's all kinds of other things. There's happened. a war. There's been a war. Well, well, who won? I mean, it's operations and skirmishes at this point. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's it, no one well, won. Well, no war is just a really pretty time. To you mean to tell me the Korean War is still going on? It's the just that, So, so here's the weird thing: is that. We, with money, we could take things that are broken and we could fix them, or we can call it war and we can blow them up, and then we can get other people oh, to contract yeah. in and fill in and rebuild. Yeah, that second it's, one it's sounds like, sexy. Well, Yo. it's just, I mean. Yo, let's do that one. Let's do that one. Let's No, let's do that one. Well, it, you know, can if it costs a million dollars for a bomb to, like, make a town not be around anymore i make 1575 an hour i feel i'll, I'll but, just pool i'll put 100 bucks aside a month how but much why not but why not instead of spending a million dollars on a bomb and that's just the bomb like you also have to make the plane happen and there's all kinds of other costs but instead of putting it into those war machine costs why not put it into just like refurbishing places and make them not suck ass have you ever seen a bomb go off it's the most sexual thing you've ever seen in your life. No. You watch no. a bomb go off, you instantly know why the Defense Department budget is that big. It's so goddamn sensual. Can you play some Especially music? when you're, you're talking about tons, person. when the when the unit you're talking about is tons. But here's you don't the other get thing. that kind of all right. satisfaction. All right, all right. So here's it the thing. hits you in your okay, coccyx. No, 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 no. Your coccyx okay, is so vibrating. Honestly, so here's it, like the your thing. root chakra I'm is... I'm not... Is okay, but shut up for a second. A I'm not the it's smartest... It's like Lil Wayne lyric. It's okay, like, so I'm not the smartest person in the universe, but Pakistan and India were both doing tiny... They were both, but they were both doing underground testing of nuclear weapons, right? And they were doing them underground. But then there was a fucking tsunami in Fiji and all these people died. And we don't think that underground testing of these crazy weapons... Oh, we can't put them in the sky because that's dangerous because that kills people and it makes it all fucked up. But let's do it underground because that sounds like a great idea. And then like, oh, could it not move? 
move like the plates of the earth or whatever, and then there's a fucking tsunami, and we don't think, ooh, butterfly wing bullshit. But if you blow up something, it's not a butterfly wing. It's like a huge, huge explosion. And we don't think that that did anything to make the huge tsunami happen? Is everybody stupid except me? Do I just smoke so much pot that I've like reached singularity with the universe? I'm like, hey, we're all fucking it Here's the thing, Pam. That's what it sounds like, (laughs) but you actually have some real evidence here going. When you you enrich uranium and then you test it by blowing up bombs, you create weather patterns that are fucking so so, so weird. What they do is the radioactive particles go up into the sky, much like how the ash from a volcano would go up into the sky and make all the water fall down because it makes the water more dense, it's you know? dangerous water. Li- li- the, the ash makes the water more dense and the water falls out of the sky. So when the radioactive particles go into the sky, they make it condensate insanely to the point where the, li- the water cycle is so fucked up that no more clouds are being formed and you get insane droughts. You saw this with... with with Australia, you saw a drought in Australia after the Fukushima incident. <gasps> there was a drought in Australia you after know, the Fukushima. No, after and then there's one more. There's one more. When Iran was in uri- enriching uranium, you had fires in Brazil at the same time. Th- what, you, what you do is you create these weather patterns from the radioactive particles going in the sky. All the water falls out, and then there's no more water to populate the clouds. And there's no more clouds. There's no more water. But there's you get dry conditions. There's all kinds of things that happen in that 300 Japanese fishermen all got ball cancer like six to 18 months after the Fukushima thing. All the Japanese fishermen got testicular cancer. Like all of them. <laughs> and no one was like, hey, everybody, Fukushima really is a thing. And they were testing the cows over here in Petaluma, and they're like, well, their radi- radioactive particles are a lot higher because it moves all around the earth. But the thing is that no one's re- – it just makes me crazy that all of these things are happening and people are doing them on purpose, and we don't even recognize oh, them you at think all. Fukush- whoa, 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 whoa. You think Fush- Fukushima is on purpose? No, I think that, I think that every usage of these crazy other alternative power resources – are like weird and crazy, and we should be acknowledging them as like. Well, hold on, nuclear power though—that that shit kind of slaps. Like well, nuclear power goes hard. Well, but we also could do sun. I mean, there's like instead of splitting atoms and being all crazy and shit and blowing fuck fucking shit up, we could be using the sun energy and the wave energy. Where are our? We have all of these coastlines. Why don't we have these like huge turbines that deal with the? The moon, the moon makes the tides go up. It wouldn't be and sexy that's if action, you had machines though. on the beach. But like, but they'd be far out, you know, like off the beach. But and they'd have like rotators. Like I feel like it would look like a curling iron, except with a cage around it, and it what would. What do you want to do? You want to do some Baker Beach on Ocean Beach? On, but not on the beach. Just like out, way out. Like not, not as far out as the the drilling of the oil, which is gross. But like they'd be under the water. Why wouldn't the fish swim up to those they bitches won't and they get because sucked in? We'll no, because we'll make a thing around no, it so they no. won't get sucked in. Like we can make this, but th- that's the thing is that there's all this energy no, that's know, happening all around us. What do you think happens with those wind turbines? You think those wind turbines aren't doing any damage? Oh, they're killing like twelve. No, they're birds. killing killing a lot of golden eagles. Oh no! No, my dad's well, friend's a conservationist, oh, no. and he was telling me about this. He's like, Sam, you got to do something about the golden eagle pro- co- like conservation problem. I have testicular cancer in one of my healers, and I'm gonna die. And and you know, you got to do something. The, the, these windmills are striking down all these golden eagles. Tons of them. Well, like n- like uh, 90 every single decade. Are we losing? It's just not. It's 
I mean, I'm sorry about the Eagles, but we've got to not be burning fossil fuels, and there's so many other ways to get energy and wind energy. Eagles want to come too, though. Why don't just we get to come and we do our? We just don't put. <laughs> What's up? You can call us spam. You can follow us. Follow us. Follow us on Twitter at spam. <laughs> we are married. We are. We are fucking. It's true. We're boning. Lies. Only 55 people. And we have a Patreon. And we have a Patreon. We have a fucking Patreon. Thank you, Drea, for um, only 55 people have died in San Francisco County, so not enough people have died of COVID, so I haven't fucked Sam yet. There need to be 1,000 people. I'm waiting for the second wave. (laughs) I want the second wave to come to fruition so that that I can – everybody's leaving? How does that happen? Everybody I don't it wouldn't happen. No, it's because I'm running everything and I'm got all this stuff and I have to clean up and everybody oh leaves. You've been partying, dude. Yeah, but let's yeah. play some music. Let's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put this is just some stuff out. Yeah, we're ready. We're good. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh my gosh, you've been listening to Mutiny Radio. That's really exciting. Thanks for doing that. That's really helpful and nice because free speech is real and blah, blah, blah. So we had a fun open mic on happy hour and it turned into a show that was outside. Then we did some stuff in here by Mike Spiegelman. And Carl might be proud of me for being able to sing. Uh, Carl and Mike Spiegelman have an amazing show every Sunday at 2 o'clock called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. L-M-F-N-O-Y-T. Memorize it. Watch it. Have fun in COVID times. They have a billion of them, and they're all free movies on YouTube, and you just it's like having friends in the room who are really smart and clever that say funny things about the movie. They're wonderful human beings. All right, more music. This is fun because there's like a half hour left of Bam Taz's Comedy Clubhouse, which used to be a show that was a show show. Oh, but it's no, COVID is killing everything. Go to work. Go fund me. Give me some money. I know, don't leave me. Don't leave me, Rachel Benson.
making a FaceTime call to Aaron Atkin. He's camping or some shit. I heard he was like in the woods camping or some shit. Oh, hey, you're back. That's so exciting. Thank you. So Aaron Atkins, uh, and if you want to hear some, you want to hear some awesome Aaron Atkins stuff. If you want to hear some awesome Aaron Atkins shit, he wrote um, some plays and stuff, and then sketches, and then he read them, and they were really funny the other night. They were really funny.
All right. Okay, we go. Roll it.
the street, you can hear her scream, you're a disgrace. And she slams the door in his drunken face. And now he stands outside, and all the neighbors start to gossip and drool. He cries, oh girl, you must be mad. What happened to the sweet love you and me had? Against the door he leans and starts a scene, and his tears fall and burn his garden green. And so castles made of sand fall in the sea eventually. A little Indian brave who before he was ten played war games in the woods with his Indian friends. And he built a dream that when he grew up he would be a fearless warrior Indian chief. Many moons passed and more the dream grew stronger till tomorrow he would sing his first war song and fight his first battle and something went wrong. Surprise attack killed him in his sleep that night. And so castles made of sand melts into the sea eventually. She was crippled for life and she couldn't speak a sound And she wished and prayed she could stop living So she decided to die She drew a wheelchair to the edge of the shore And to her legs she smiled, you won't hurt me no more But then a sight she'd never seen made her jump and say Look, a golden wind ship was passing my way And it really didn't have to stop It just kept on going And so castles Made of sand Slips into the sea Yeah. 
So Josh Kahn is joining us here tonight. As a, it's a tiny, it's a tiny studio concert. He's going to be playing whatever. You can call in four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Give him a request. He'll play it. He doesn't care. Oh, are you going to play the? Take down the banks. Destroy everything. Right now, thanks. Dear Lord, that was amazing. <laughs> yay! Yay! Yay, Josh Kahn! They know you have an audience. No, this yeah. is very exciting. This is at the end of Pam Das's Comedy Clubhouse. It has, it, uh, there's, um, there's like 18,000 people that subscribe on the iTunes. And so we're taking requests. So they get the RSS feed, and it just like loads every time. So they never know what they're going to get, but this time they got Josh Kahn. What? Can you... <laughs> When are you gonna come down? 
When are you going to land? Should have stayed on the farm Should have listened to my old man You know you can't hold me forever I didn't sign up for you I'm not a present for your friends to open This boy's too young to be singing The blue shit Blue fuck Shush The blues ah, There it is, sorry ah, Still not right Sorry, 18,000 iTunes listeners. Let's start that over. The blues. Ah, ah. So goodbye, your yellow brick road, where the dogs of society howl. You can't play. House, I'm going back to my plow. I'm back to the howling old owl in the woods, hunting the honey back toned. Yes, I finally decided my future lies beyond the yellow brick road. I said, I. Do you think you'll do then? A bit that'll shoot down your plane. Take you a couple of vodka and tonics to get you on your feet again. And maybe you'll find a replacement. There's plenty like me to be found at Mutiny Radio. Hound dog that ain't got a penny. Searching for tidbits like you on the ground. Ah, ooh, ooh, ooh. So goodbye, your yellow brick road, where the dawns of society howl. You can't plant me in your penthouse. I'm going back to my plow. I'm back to the howling old owl in the woods, hunting the honey back toad, toad, toad. Yes, I finally decided my future life Beyond the yellow brick road ah, Shit ah, I'm pretty drunk ah, ooh, ooh. So Elton John The amazing now. Josh Kahn Do it, get, yay! All the clapping. And I'm going to fuck up all your favorite songs. No, that was beautiful. I was like dancing in here. Here we go. Like oh, here's one that I can fuck ballerina. up real good. Oh, play this Told Me Closer, Tony Danza. Oh, dear Lord. Tony? Okay. Please, please, please. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Jean baby LA lady seems 
Josh Kahn. You're a genius. That song. You're a genius, Josh Kahn. You You're a genius. Josh Kahn, you are a genius. You're a genius. And, and, and with, with the ability to do this all a cappella, just you and the silence, just creating musical rhythms from every angle with your voice and the piano and earlier the electric guitar, it's mystifying. <laughs> Josh, could you you want to do anything with drums? You want any drum instrumentals? You want to go crazy with some drums in the back? I mean, we got the technology. I mean... Sure. What do you want? Anything. Sam you just, know Buddy Rich? Sam just wants to put on some rap background so he yeah, can rap. Yeah, my time just tell he me when to stop. To do I asked, no, I asked J.W. Blunt to do this for me all the time, which is like play any instrument to Buddy Rich's drums. I really want to see if it can be done. You want Buddy Rich on the drums, Josh? Let's do it. Yeah, pipe it in here. Just make sure it's loud enough. Yep. Yeah. Beow, beow, beow. Thank <laughs> you. 
guy. Like this is like a drum solo. It's not like a beat. All right, all right, all right. I got you. I got you, Josh. It's gonna be like a simple beat. Yup. It's like four on the floor. This all right. Is like, this is like. He needs John, a little pocket. Can you like give John him some Bond pocket? Can you give him some pocket right. drums? You yeah, know, like when you just play the pocket. It's like quiet. Just play the pocket. You want a little bit of electric guitar to go along with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just just beat. All right, just beat. I'll All right, right. right. Are we sure people haven't moved in upstairs? Yeah, yeah, they move in tomorrow. <laughs> All right, Josh. Josh, this is gonna be very grooving. This okay, is gonna be very grooving groove for you. Groove me, baby. You want, you, you ready for the groove? Groove me, baby. All right, groove it. anyone give him a ranger he'll go one-on-one -on -one. watch out he'll fuck your face his name's josh god he's got some not racist jokes <laughs> i was gonna say he's a clean man behind the mic in the stand crank it okay. no you have All so right. many talents i can't run mix up to. the beat mix up the beat josh now just turn it up all right, I can't hear turn it. the beat up. I'm deaf. When you were before, couldn't look you in the eyes. too hot. Just like an angel, skin makes me cry. Flow like a feather. Beautiful world, so fucking special. 
Wish I was special Cause I'm a cream <laughs> Dad. I'm in your room now. But I'm changing. What the hell am I doing here? I don't know, Dad, you're drunk. No, I'm not. I don't belong here. Dad, I made you four makers and jacks tonight. It's not even a I'm soda a in that. Hey, son, I'm a creep. Why you like mixing makers and jack, Dad? Because it's abnormal. I'm a <laughs> I feel like I'm someone's gonna blackmail me with this. Dad, who is the tennis coach that comes over to our house? Mom doesn't even play tennis. Said, son, you better shut up. You better not tell your mom on the gay porn that I look at while she is with a friend. His name's Jose. Walks around the house naked. Yay! Look, we made a song. See how we that was his neck. You see how far we, we you see how far Josh Khan went with that before we got weird? That's yeah, you gotta go pretty far to get me to feel like I know you 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 being weird made me go weird, Josh. Just want you Dude, just you wanna let you know. Me. You topped me in more ways. You were than talking one. to me in that. I, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I said I was you. so turned on he being the dad in your little room. He topped you. You topped me topped. in more oh, ways than one. Yeah, he. That's a pun right. about butt sex. And that also works with dads. <laughs> oh my god. 
Can you imagine a dad bottom? That would be weird. You hey, know, you know, hey, straight males. Hey, twelve-year-old kid. I have a fact. Thumb actually. your lip, limp dick into my ass. Like, how does that work? Josh, you like those drum beats? I, I like that beat. That was cool. We can switch it up too. You know, they polled a bunch of straight white men, and they were asked, "If you were gay, would you be a top or a bottom?" Ninety-five percent of them said top. Really? Straight really? Men. Straight men did. Really, straight men. Yeah, because they they'd figure be a they top. can just pretend that it's a vagina. But in the gay world, tops are valued because in the gay world, everyone's a bottom. According to my a gay top roommate. comes with the apartment. Really? That's kind of the thing there. <laughs> That's included. No deposit, just included. Coming from the economic what, uh, what if standpoint. I just trash it? What if I just it leave has... it in way worse condition than I found him? No, it absolutely makes sense. Or that her you use equality. Your sexuality for cash. I mean, you know, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm celibate. I celibate and I give a little bit away. Ah. <laughs> We should make prostitution legal. That leads us into our our, uh, our next little riff here. We're gonna switch up the drum beat a little bit. We're gonna give this guy what he has always wanted, which is more groove rock. It's more groove rock. Pop Warner at CTE now. Oh no! I 
have so much CTE. Pop Warner, Dad, you gotta make me tough. I, I can't do math problems now, Dad. So, I heard that Sam Carroll has a heart-shaped box. I got a box-shaped heart, son. It's irregular. It beats palpalletically. I'm getting hot. Yeah, you want me to talk more about my my box? Yeah. I think it's appropriate. <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's got warrants on it. It's fun. There's lots of fungi. Yeah. Fungi. I'm a scientist. I say okay, fungi. Sam Carroll's got some cheese down on his taint. My taint, y'all. I don't know what exactly Sam Carroll is, but I'm I know Minotaur. what he ain't. Cyclops. He's the guy that tops me when I get on grinder two or three times a year. You don't even shower before, baby. Come on. Oh, shit. Come on, everybody on top shower. I only shower for clients. Who do you think you are? You don't even make a lot of money. I wish you would get that piano out of my room. <laughs> heart-shaped box. Like, I want to put Josh Kahn's heart in a box, and I want to mail that box to myself, and when it arrives, I want to smash it with a hammer. Because <laughs> I love him that much. Josh, I just want to congratulate you. That You just recorded our new hook for the Donate at spot. <laughs> that was amazing. Dude, it's going to be like J.G. Wentworth, Cars for Kids, and me. Can like you, the three nominees for Jingle of the Year. Can you do those Vinegar Stroke sounds just one more time just so we can really nail those in? I, I definitely want to include that on the last part. Just the, oh, 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 oh. 
perdonate. This is Clem Fandango. If you can just <laughs> redo that one more time. Josh, that was amazing, baby. We love you in the studio. You get mad props back here. <laughs> Josh, you're so talented. Josh, we love you so much, baby. Just keep doing what you're doing. Light shampoo. I thought that Johnson and Johnson oh, should always have collaborated with Ozzy Osbourne to do the No More Tears Johnson and Johnson baby shampoo. Like, can't you just picture the commercial? Like, the kids like don't want to go to bed and they're all covered in like spaghetti sauce and mud, and the mom's chasing them around, and it's like, it's like a yeah, na 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 na. You know, the kids are boom boom doo boom boom doo boom. You wanna get your kids in the back of a school? And that you know, it just whatever the lyrics, and then it rounds out with. Do you play? No more tears. I think this do is you a also franchise play didgeridoo idea. because there can't be a instrument that you don't didgeridoo don't. You know, like I have a didgeridoo. Got, Here it is. <laughs> I was didgeridoo don't. Like I was, I was just, I was trying to make a joke about how you play a billion fucking I have things. A, I have a harmonica too. Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, God, I just want to hop on a freight train and go nowhere. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else know what I'm talking about? Freight train. They go nowhere, baby. They go nowhere. Just like you and me, we're going nowhere. There's a reason they call it one night. I fuck you and you never call me again. Sorry, that was too. No, when you don't get her number, it just, just works out that way. <laughs> yeah, zero fucks. Get your yeah. number. Zeros, ones, and ones, and zeros. I thought you were going to like, call you. I call you and we never fuck again because you didn't pick up the first time. We fuck zero times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was stupid. Are you on to a certain time? Oh, no. So here's the thing. Pam actually owns the studio. It's crazy. <laughs> Whoa, you own this place? Yeah. That must be such like only fun and not a huge responsibility it's at all. You're right. You're actually so right. I'm that's sure exactly that's just, how it is. I'm sure you just wake up in a lollipop bed and just shit gumdrops as you fly down here to the station. You have no cares in the world. They propel her into the heavens of which is yeah, owning because a it's radio station. Lucrative. It's highly lucrative. The gumdrop shit. Well, you know, funny enough, I actually shit gumdrops because I only walk here to the station now. So. Okay. Walking five miles a day will actually make you shit gumdrops. Yes. I don't know if anybody knows that, It'll make but you uh, working out makes your whole life. Or just, I don't know, like being. Do you I work out? No, I walk I'm everywhere. I'm like, no, it's like it's fucking. No one watches alone except me and now Rachel Benson. I hear, yeah, I've heard jokes. About Positive alone. mental attitude, PMA baby. Surviving, surviving is all PMA. And, you know, we're not surviving. They're out in the wilderness with no water. You have to process water. What the fuck does that mean? What do they give what? you? What do I you know. You have to process water. What do they give water. you when they drop you there in the middle of nowhere? They, 
it, there's this show where they put you out in the middle of nowhere and you have oh, to alone? alone alone is the best show ever it's the best you watch alone. all right i'm, I'm, I'm gonna sit tight for a little bit about it I, sit tight. I got to interview wania the second place season six yeah. person she was out there for yeah, 73 cool. days i talked to her for an hour Dude, on the that's phone that's amazing to it, just be in the same room with was, somebody who's it, done what, that. we just we just talked on the phone but it was amazing. that show is crazy. i asked her it's questions about masturbation i was like you Everybody were out there for that. 73 days and no one's asked her that question yet ha 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 and i was like so you were out there for like it was the last question i asked her before our hour-long interview you can hear it on mutiny radio and we'll uh, play it after and i was like oh Winia, like, um, Over some so I, I told her I came to this show because um, I don't watch porn, but I um, have some fetishes. I like bearded lumberjacks. I also have a lacrimation fetish. I like to watch men cry. So alone is perfect because it's it's lumber and and i used to have an eating disorder so like watching men starve and cry in the wilderness with fucking beards is so hot to me and so i was like i came to alone as like a masturbation project and then there were girls on it and i'm like oh shit do i have to like switch do i have to like open up, do I have to become pansexual? And I was like, all right, fine. Like, and there's wolves and you're like, whoa, I wanna fuck the wolves too. But it's, it's like, what, we're in the Arctic, what? So when Nia survived for 73 days and, but I asked her about like, I was like, hey, so you, d you sang the sun up every day and you danced the sun down every night. But like, did you have like sexy times or what was going on? And she was like, well, you know, in the beginning, yeah, I was communing with the earth and stuff. And then once you start starving, that just doesn't even become a thing. And I was like, all right, all right, all right, fair enough. But uh, no one had asked her that question before about masturbation uh, on the thing. Yes, if you're a guy contestant, that's, you know, it, I, th I feel like. I don't mean to be sexist or anything, but like for a guy, it's like you know you're you're losing a lot of zinc every time, and in nature. Yeah, know. don't don't waste your resources. But also, what if you eat it though? But also, there's now that's a good question. You got to eat your own jizz. But Cause also, because you've got the a lot of people are fishing, and you could fuck a big mouth bass. Yeah. Just oh, get right in the big mouth bass, right, Billy the big mouth get bass. Striped get bass. it in, baby. Dude. Well, I asked. I asked Winnie questions about masturbation because I masturbate to alone, but tech, I guess the people that are alone aren't masturbating a lot. That's pretty much what came out of the well, conversation really at the end of the thing. <laughs> but no, I'm on this alone group. So um, Rachel and I are going to start this new podcast that's going to be alone San Francisco. Like we've been dropped off here, like an Uber dropped me off. I got dropped off in the Tenderloin and I have a tarp. Oh I have a tarp and I need to find shelter. Right? I, one of my 10 items is a lighter because you know what? Like, I don't, a ferro rod, I don't know what kind of, anyways, if we're gonna, she's gonna be dropped off 5.5 miles away from me in uh, Golden Gate Park, and I'm surviving in the Tenderloin, and she's surviving in Golden Gate Park. And we're, we were going to film it, but we realized that neither of us can film anything, and we have no ability for that. To, so we're like, I let's do a podcast. <laughs> we can do that. You know, so if you're lost in San Francisco, like one of the things should be you like find a human shit on the sidewalk, and you're like, you know, 
this actually gives off valuable BTUs of heat, and well, the sun is setting, and I need to warm myself on this fresh, here's on this the fresh thing. hobo dookie. Here's what I learned from a, a Boy Scout. If your poop floats in water, you can eat it again. And he knew this. I don't know. He was a Boy Scout. He was I, always prepared. I <laughs> have learned. I have learned as a Girl Scout all of the different plants that are edible. We're in San Francisco. There is uh, fennel rampant, rampant fennel everywhere. Fennel mm, pollen delicious. that you can. Like, let's kill. How about this? How about I kill a pigeon and I spice it with fennel, fennel mm. pollen. Yes, because mm. you know a pigeon is squab, and that's what the French people eat. Ha 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 ha. So I'm gonna get the fresh mission pigeon and mm. i'm gonna i'm all you know what there's fig trees there's a fig tree right up here on 22nd and uh florida and it's all on the side of their house i'm gonna take those figs i'm gonna murder a pigeon i'm gonna stuff its body cavity with those figs and some like stuff like in the fennel the fennel is right down there mm. too i'm gonna take the fennel from the inside i'm gonna stick it in the bird and i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap now here's here's the danish thing you take the newspaper and you which is everywhere right the sf gate is everywhere and sure. nobody actually reads it people sleep on it you nay you get it wet and then you wrap the bird in it with all the stuff inside and then you throw it on the fire and when it crinkles down the wet the wet newspaper when it crinkles down and it's right around the bird you take it off and then you eat the bird <laughs> the, I'm hungry now, man. That's, I know, right? Great with the fennel. No, and everything. no, it's it's, it's it's delicious. COVID's upon us, and the apocalypse has been around for years. Any and I've been preparing source. since my birth. I am so ready for this shit to go down right now. And I can kill pigeons, and I can denature protein over heat. All everyone's gonna die because they're gonna be like, oh my Uber dad doesn't work. I don't know how to live without a cell phone, and I can't. And I'm gonna be making fires and killing pigeons and eating like a fat bitch. What? Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, it's time for me to survive in San Francisco. I don't need to go to the Arctic. I don't need to go there and fight wolves. Nay. Or fuck wolves. I'll fuck a wolf. No, you come say you on. Now. To fuck the wolves no, I don't want to fight them. They're crazy. Okay. I hear they serve vegan pigeon at Gracias Madre, actually. Oh, dear Lord, vegan pigeon. No, you know who makes the best? It's actually tempeh. The, uh, right, the best tempeh is made in uh, fucking Chinatown. At those places, they make a crazy mock chicken oh, and yeah. get it to go. It's mock crazy. Mock duck, mock chicken, that stuff's fun. Mm. Mm. You know where they don't make good tempeh? Tempeh, Arizona, ironically <laughs> enough. No good tempeh. I've tried every place that manufactures tempeh within the city limits. <laughs> It is disgusting. Josh God, he's <laughs> so Benjamin. quick and clever. <laughs> We've all been drinking all night, and of course we haven't been because we're here at Mutiny Radio. We were car stuck. We Actually, we were, but the doors were closed the whole time. We were closed to the public. Hey, I know the rules. I took the classes. We were closed to the public the whole time, and nobody. We were. It was only yes, comics. we were. They'd be things in front of the door. It was only I comics. I know the rules. And, we and this is a private thing. party. They're closed to the public. Nothing is open. It's COVID. This is not a public assembly. This is a private meeting. This is nothing. It's a private meeting. Of okay, minds. well, let's have fun now. We're going to let you stop playing piano. We're going to cool. let me stop having to work this way. And we're going to play some music. This was fun. Music. I love to This was fun. Josh Kahn, you're amazing. You're so talented in so you're many amazing, ways. Pam. And it's incredible. I love, I love you. And it's like, yay. I'm like, when am I going to read your novel, motherfucker? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, Just because if you were going to have another medium that you hadn't 
touched yet. You got a, you got some poems. You're gonna <laughs> hate me. Yeah, you'll you'll hate reading my my short Ooh, stories. Oh, before we before we end, let me do a poem. Please. I, I mentioned earlier that um I have a beard fetish mostly because I was <laughs> raised on Jesus, and he has a beard. No, he's a hot beard. He's in here. He's got a hot. Oh my God, Jesus. 33-year-old man with a beard? I mean, stop it. Praise like, him. are you kidding? Praise, Praise him. <laughs> Does he skateboard too? Like, get him. Mm. How I can Jesus kill I love Jesus. Okay, so this is, this is a poem. Okay. There's a city in your beard, rows of tiny houses filled with clever pundits whispering how to live, confusing my fingers when I dig for skin, Gardening invisible bonsai. I'll keep reaching till I find your jaw, longing to rent in your ghetto. Thank you. It's a poem. It's a Ben Benjamin poem. I didn't expect to be all moved. Okay, so I used to write these poems and I called them my nonce. A nonce is when you write poems that are in your own specific idiom. So I was doing seven-line poems that had, so that last one, Beard, was a seven-line poem. I'll just do one more. Okay. I don't remember what it's called, but I remember the poem. See, it's just so funny because I can remember all kinds of jokes, and I can still remember all kinds of poems. So I'm like, oh, girl, your brain is so big. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? Like, ah! Okay. The deepest, darkest walk of shame is 13 blocks forever. Wait, 13 blocks and seven wide, your feet won't darken the door frame. I'll keep smoking, praying not to brave the rain. Your doorbell's been broken for years. Oh, that one isn't as good as the first. No, I it's, know. No, it's it was like, it's, 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 not, it's like, not better or worse. That's I'm like, just it like, made like, me oh, sad. Unrequited love is weird and hard and gross. Has anybody ever thrown rocks at someone's window like Bobby Brady? Because I fucking did that. Like, I fucking fucked it up. It didn't I think some of these seven-line poems that you have should become... I didn't break the window, but I did Bobby Brady that shit. Bobby Brady it. Okay, no more poems. I would anymore. do another poem, but I won't do it anymore. Back. We need to close this down so that I can have fun, so yeah. I don't have to be behind the board. So, I'm going to... Thank you, Josh Kahn. You're thank amazing. You, I'm gonna. You're amazing. I'm going to... I'm going to cut out the songy part at the end and send it to you, and it was amazing. Oh, yeah, do it. Life is good. COVID sucks. I don't know what it means. Is it real? Who cares? I got a pile of weed in front of me. All right, this is mutinyradio.fm.sf. Bye. In Fresno, California. So the Mexican passengers' bodies were never repatriated. Some families in Mexico were notified by the Mexican government via letter. Others only heard about it on the radio. Not what I want. It's unclear exactly how. All right, Mutiny Radio listener. You are listening to Mutiny Radio.fm and .sf, and we are streaming live. I also, we have a podcast happening. Uh, all the way, we have a Zoom call interview all the way from England. That's it's so crazy. In the age of Zoom, we all uh, get to know each other and meet each other here. 
on the interwebs. I am joined by John Cheatham. Hi, John. Let me give you noise. Ha, ha, ha. There we go. There we go. Hi, John. Hi, Pam. Hi. Can oh, you I, can, hear me? I can hear you fantastically. That is Perfect. great. Perfect. So you're um, an author. You have a new book coming out. You survived a mob hit? Get, you, we need a little... Give us some crazy background on, on John Cheatham and the amazing book that's coming out and what's been going to be happening with your uh, TV miniseries that is unnamed. It sounds like some really exciting stuff happening in uh, in your life during COVID times. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, 15 years ago, working for a real estate company in, in England, I, I was asked to assist an American bloodstock dealer from Kentucky to buy an old abandoned racetrack in Bulgaria before Bulgaria joined the European Union. So um, I went out there and got the deal agreed. Uh, I then went back to complete the paperwork uh, and uh, the Russian Bulgarian mob shot me threw me over a bridge. What? Over a racetrack? Yeah. And But it wasn't even, they were going to get their money, or they didn't want, it was all a ruse. They, they didn't want the Americans to buy it. They, the Bulgarian mob wanted it. And so the Bulgarian mob shot you. Where were you shot? Through my leg. Through your leg? Uh, Straight through my right, right leg. And, uh, but it didn't hit a femoral artery. I mean, obviously you're live. You're talking to us, which is uh, yeah, exciting. Yeah, it's, um, I, I spent four and a half years on crutches, though, learning to walk. Wow. So it, like, hit the bone, or did it just ruin all of the yeah, muscle? It, or it, it, it completely shattered the bones. Oh, my God. So did you start writing? Did you write before this incident, or was it this incident that sparked? It was that, that, that incident and having time on my hands um, that kind of brought me to writing. Uh, I'd, I'd been interested when I was at school and stuff, but life takes over, sort of work and whatever's going on in your life takes over. Yeah. So... Um, I didn't have a great deal of time. I was always working, always busy. And then when that happens, you suddenly find you're at home for four years. <laughs> so COVID's easy for you. You're like, B, I've been at home for four years. What are you talking about this? Uh, oh no, you have to be <laughs> yeah. in your house for four months. Poor baby. It's like four years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this, this lockdown is just a warm-up. <laughs> so, uh, is your book non-fiction, or did you write a fiction book based off the... No, it's the... not no, non-fiction. Um, it's going to be the, the gritty truth about everything that happened out there. Are you not afraid that they're going to come after you again? I mean, no, it's the Bulgarian no, no. mob. They're not going to come after no, me. I, I survived them once. There's there, no chance. I'm a tough Brit. Yeah, I mean, four and a half years, shattered leg. But you can walk again. 
Yeah, yeah, I can oh, walk, walk almost normal. Wow. Uh, but you still have a real job, so this is like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still back, back in real estate, doing what I've always done. And just... So did you get an agent and a manager, or how are you... How did you... How are you putting out this novel? Do you have a publishing company no, you're going I, through? I, 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 um, I, yeah, there, there is a TV producer meeting me next week <gasps> in London to take care of all that. Wow. That's really, really exciting. Did you, now did this all come about because of COVID? Once you were on lockdown, you had the ability to kind of sell your wares or talk to people about what happened? Or was it, has this been in the works for many, many years? Uh, uh, you know, yeah, a little bit. Just before lockdown, I was at a um, sportsman's dinner, you know, sportsmen that have retired, they did sort of like, charity events sure. I, I was at one of one of those with uh, an ex-boxer uh, a lightweight boxer and in walked uh, a lady from from my local area it was the first female world champion boxer wow and uh, they're, they're doing a film in Hollywood about about her and she she knows me from old. She grabbed hold of me and said, what's all this story about Bulgaria and you? She said, I've heard a little bit. What's going on? And I, I told her briefly. She said, right, I've got an agent in London that wants to talk to you. He'll ring you on Monday. And then lockdown came. Yeah. Uh, and we've not, we've not been able to meet. We've, we've been sending the odd email and the old conversation. But he emailed me last week and said, look, lockdown's been lifted now. How are you for the end of July coming to London to meet me to get this done? Fantastic. Hey, that's, I mean, well, it's terrible that COVID happened and everything got shut down, but that you still have the connection and, and that, because this is a really exciting project. Also that it involves, you're a Brit, you were brokering on behalf of an American in Bulgaria. Like, it's, it's just, it's like a, it's kind of a, a mind twist of what's going to happen. And all the cool accents. Like, what does a Bulgarian accent sound like? <laughs> it's gonna be... It sounds like, yeah, average Russian. Oh. All right. So, the Russians. So, how did you get involved with the Americans to broker this racetrack deal? That just sounds so... Yeah. I, well, uh, this is the tale at the end of the oh. story that'll be amazing. There's a large company in America, not mentioning any names, but they're in Pittsburgh, uh -huh. and they begin with W. Aha. Uh -huh. Oh. Okay, so the, the American bloodstock dealer's wife worked high up for this company. Now, she was in England, in my local area, brokering a deal for, for something here. And her husband joined her while she was here for about five years. Well, all that time they were here, they, they leased a house from me. Ah. 
it's the real estate. It's just so funny because you wouldn't think something, when people think real estate, they think kind of mundane. You know, they don't think like world travelers and brokering these big deals and, and, and the mob and getting shot. You usually think like, oh, you know, it's real estate. Buying and selling things. But yeah, you think it's easy. You think you're going to have a little old lady coming around buying a little house and moving in and everything's good. But now it's uh, it's some messy, messy business out there. Wow, and you got wrapped up in it. So, yeah, were did you know the mob was involved, or was it like all of a sudden it was thrust upon you that? Oh, geez, I'm dealing all, with the all, mob. all of a sudden, I got separated from someone I was talking to, and I got shot and pushed over a bridge. <gasps> How? Okay, so now you have to tell me a little bit of the survival tale. So you're in the river, you're bleeding. No, no, it was a, a, a road bridge. It's like uh, I landed on tarmac. Oh, my God. You're lucky you didn't get hit by a different car. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I landed on time. I, I must have I must have passed out, but I must have come round very very quickly because the the mob who shot me were running around the bridge to try and finish me off. Whoa. But I I could see all the blood and the bones and <gasps> things from my leg. And behind me was a cab light. So about 15, 20 feet away was a, a cab wow. waiting for business. Oh. And he, he, must have, he must have seen what happened. And he reversed and picked me up and sped away. Oh, my God. That's insane. You got, you know what, even if you got pushed over the bridge onto a road below, you didn't crack your head open. Like, even the fall could have been even worse. But there's bones sticking out. You're bleeding all over the place. Did they did they clip a femoral artery, or was that why you didn't die? Because, like, it seems kind of an amazing yeah, shot. Yeah, I, 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 amazingly, no arteries were clipped. Wow. But the bones, I, I landed on, on my right leg that I'd been shot through. Whoa. So the... Bone, the bones just compounded from my knee to my foot. Wow. Well, at least it wasn't the other leg, because then it could have been one leg was shot and broken and shattered. And then if you would have fallen on the other leg, then you really would have had, you would have two broken legs. And then what of do you course, do? Yeah, I, I, I would have died if that happened. Oh, that's so incredible that you're alive. And the cab driver just happened to be there, and he reverses, and what, he, like, you're still lucid? You're still awake at this point? He reverses at speed. He throws open the back door, drags me into the back of the cab and sped off. Wow. And just straight to the hospital. Uh, but wait, wait. this is in Bulgaria. No, he, he, took, me to, he took me to my hotel. Oh. Where are you staying? Where are you staying? And he, we screeched at the hotel. And he opened the door and threw me out in front of the hotel. Whoa. Because he didn't want to be connected with it. <gasps> oh, my God. Well, absolutely. He wouldn't want to be connected with it, that either he did it or that he knew who did it or anything, because then they could find yeah. him. That's wow. It. That's it. And so you're in front of your hotel bleeding, and you just are you screaming, like, help me, help me, or were you just in so much shock that you? 
I, I was in shock, so I was very, very calm. Um, but um, the people from the hotel came out, got me an ambulance. But next day at the hospital, um, the, the police came and beat me up. What? The, the police, police were employed by the mafia. <sighs> So they, they came and beat me up and made me sign some papers to say, nothing happened, we haven't seen anything, you, you're just going to go home and forget all this. Right, that you were just randomly shot on the street in Bulgaria. Don't say anything, yeah, yeah. don't tell your government. Yeah. This definitely wasn't mafia action. There's no, there's no mafia in Bulgaria. <laughs> no, sign the not. DNR! Did I mean... Did you incur a lot of, I mean, this is kind of a mundane question, but did you incur a lot of uh, medical bills that you had to compensate for um, in the future? The, 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 I had triple insurance, and the oh. Bulgarians cor corruptly milked a lot. Of course they did, because you have the insurance so that they could just say, oh, yeah, this juice is $12, and that's why we... Wow. Yeah, is everything yeah. a racket in Bulgaria? Is that what happens when you were in like an uh, iron it's, it's still, It's still a racket. The, the police officers to date, I mean, we're talking 2020, are paid $30 a week. What? That doesn't give you a lot of incentive so they, to keep people they safe. Earn their money, they earn their money from being corrupt. Of course. Right. Oh, my God. What a terrible system. That's crazy. That's crazy. And that was only, I mean, and this, this happened 15 years ago. So we're talking 2005. This isn't like some yeah. 1988, like, story from long ago. This is recent, really recent stuff. Wow. Yeah. So you don't now, have any fear. Now, um... You don't have any fear that uh, that they're going to come after you now. You, you beat them once. There's no way. Because if this, this is going to get big, there's going to be... I mean, are you going to use change the names to protect the innocent, or are you going to go with, like, okay. John Cheatham? I, I, the, the, the two Americans, of course, I have to. Now, apparently, I'm not sure if it's true or what, but the, the Bulgarian mob continually shoot each other, and the Bulgarian person, the mob who shot me, apparently got shot down driving his car in the middle of Sofia about 12 months after he shot me. Uh, well, karma is real, I guess, especially if you're in the mafia. <laughs> like, how about, don't shoot people. Um, yeah. This happened, you were 30, you were 39 when this happened. How much, yeah. how much of your life do, do you, did your life completely change after this? Did it change dramatically? Or, like, is completely, this... Completely, completely. I, I lost my house. Oh. My house was repossessed. I, I, I managed to keep on to my job, although I lost most of my income because I, I couldn't do much. Right. I couldn't go out on appointments. I couldn't take listings. I couldn't do any of that. I couldn't drive. Right. Um... So I, I went into a small rented apartment right by the office. Um, people who've been my friends 
I never saw them again. Oh. Uh, life just completely changed overnight. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, just not being able to walk and not being mobile. And then I'm sure you were on a ton of pain medication. So that doesn't make it easy to work. It's, I mean, it's impossible to like, if you have a huge injury like that, to work and heal at the same time. It just, it just, it just isn't possible. There's just not enough time yeah. in the day. <laughs> the, 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 the real issue why I was on crutches so long was the Bulgarians operated on me before they oh. sent me home, but they, they made a mess. Oh, wow. So um, it, it was so bad that the British surgeons didn't know what to do. Wow. And four, four of the... Ma 